Hello, one half of the Interviewing World Women's Tag Team Champions, Kinsey Page, and I'm here with the owner of the Wrestling Society Podcast. Here's a big shout out. It is NWA Tag Team Champion approved. This is the Wrestling Society Podcast. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? The you and the roads and all is getting a little out of hand there. Well, Gordon, we pride ourselves on being great wrestlers. We built our reputation on wrestling. We're Christian athletes, and we believe that wrestling matches uh, uh, should be they, they should be wrestling. You are now entering into the world of wrestling. Okay, we are good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Society Podcast. I don't know what just happened. Uh, that was some technical difficulties. Apologize about that. Um, we are good and up and running now. Um, if y'all want to check that real quick, Bear, just to make sure. or click. Okay, good, sweet. Um, yeah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Society Podcast. Um, as always, my two favorite co-hosts, Professor Barracuda Clayton, and we are back today. If you watched our last episode, uh, we had a great time talking about uh, AEW Revolution, which was their last pay-per-view that came out that night, actually. Um, and today, I, I did I, I wrote down what everybody's predictions were. Um, I got it all down. Um, so... We're going to sit and talk about the pay-per-view. Um, we're going to talk about the pay-per-view. We're going to go through the matches, what we thought about it, all that other good stuff. Um, and then we'll kind of, after that, we got time, we'll just kind of talk about Monday Night Raw. But um, I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, this was one of their best pay-per-views I've ever seen from them, like ever, in the history of AEW. Every, ah, man. The matches that we were talking about, we were very that were like, oh, I don't know, you know, it's on there, but you know, I don't know. Why did they blow me away? <laughs> you know, bro, I'm saying I, like every match was good. It, it, yeah. Exactly. There was one match that was the weakest, but we'll get to that in just a little bit. Um, that very surprised that surprised me. I didn't think it was going to be the weakest at all. But yeah, I, I think I know which one you're talking I, about. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think we all know which ones I'm talking about, but um. Wait a minute! Before we start, before we start anything, okay. Give the bear his props. Give it to <laughs> me. I told you. Hey, we'll get there. <laughs> I'm just. I, I don't. I don't want to give any flowers yet. Look, uh, I don't like flowers. I like honey anyway. So, dude, I, I <laughs> look, man. I'm just saying. Either way, that was a great pay-per-view. All right, that yeah, that, it was. that really was a great pay-per-view. Um the if you watched last week, um we um the match order was obviously wrong. So I'm very sorry for anybody watching cuz I know <laughs> I know for a fact somebody was watching our episode last week and they went on to watch the pay-per-view and they're like, "Damn, those guys suck." They didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> Sorry, okay? I'm just getting it from the internet. And I thought it was right because I got it from the website who literally, you know, streams the damn thing. Okay? Bleacher Report <laughs> gave me my stuff. Okay? I apologize for that. Um, so, honestly, 
I kind of know the match order by by memory, but the thing that I have written down from last week is the one I did. So we're just gonna go off of that. Um, I have but, the match order pulled up if you want. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I know. However you want to do it, bro. I got you if you need it. You know what? I'm gonna try to go by memory, and if I get it wrong, just tell me, okay? <laughs> um, but before we talk about any matches, I don't want y'all to say anything about any matches. Just tell me right now, how was the pay per view? What y'all think about it? Oh, here, Clay. oh me okay i mean i loved it like there was a few matches that i thought were going to not be interesting to me um i'll, I'll be flat out honest i thought hangman page and john moxley was going to be a snooze fest for me because wow. wow just because it's like i'm tired of it like you know i didn't really care i didn't have any interest going into it but man that was that was a hell of a match. That was a hell of a match. I loved it. Uh, but still, not really my particular style of wrestling. Like I never really got super into the deathmatch style of wrestling. But man, that match blew me away. Um, I mean, the House of Black Elite match. What what can you even say? Like literally, what can you even say? Uh, I mean, just every match was so good. Even the Jungle Boy, the Jack Perry Christian oh, Cage match. I got, I got the storytelling in that. I got was some stuff like, to say about that match as well. Um, at, like I, I could keep going, but we'll we'll get into it. But yeah, bro, we'll, we'll get, top we'll tier, it. like you said, probably if not the best, one of the best it's AEW pay per views. It's it's up there. It's definitely top. It's honestly, it's top three pay per views mm -hmm. that AEW has ever done. In my opinion, mm -hmm. it was awesome. Um, yeah, from top to bottom, he, I could sit and argue with anybody about that being number one. It, it, yeah. It, there was no lag to anything. It, it When you thought, okay, I can, I wasn't expecting that. I'm going to calm down. It just picked up and kept rolling. Yep. And that's what I enjoy, where no matter us guys who think we're wrestling smart and know everything, it had me guessing. And that's where I love to be when I watch a wrestling show. I don't want to be able to just call it out. I want to doubt myself, my my thoughts. And wow, that's what I love about AEW. People talk about it. And another thing I have to get into without any spoilers, it was a great amount of matches, the time, everything just meshed so well. It's like uh, Tony Khan heard everybody's complaint and tried to do better at it. And I think, like I said, like you said, one hell of a pay-per-view. If all pay-per-views could be like that, hell, I hate to even say it, but hell, they may even get money out of me. <laughs> Um, well, here's a big thing that I just want to talk about real quick. Um, and, um, and this is why I really, really like this. Um, I, somebody brought it to my attention the day after the pay-per-view went on air and I was like, man, that's a really good point. Um, WWE should take notes. I'm not, I'm not saying that in, in you know, like I'm not bashing any company or anything. You know, we don't do that. We like all companies. But this is what they should take notes on. Look at all the winners of the matches. 
I don't, I don't, don't quote me on this, everybody. I know what, I know how people are, but the people who won, most of them were in their 20s. These are new guys that they're putting out there on the map. These are new, young wrestlers that they're putting up and giving the spotlight to. Ricky Starks, MJF, Wardlow. I mean, the guns. The the guns. These guys are are young guys who have never really had their the spotlight that they've been getting from AEW, especially at that pay per view. I mean, it's it's an I know when I there I know they um there's other people and somebody had the ages written down and everything but man I was like damn that's a that's a really good point because the thing with AEW is they have those young guys and they're building the story and building it up so now if you take let's say you just take Ricky Starks he gets that huge win at um at Revolution. Next thing you know, he goes on and actually beats MJF. This is just a fantasy. Let's say he goes on to beat MJF and is actually the champion. Has a good run for the next couple years. Boom, he leaves, goes to WWE. Huge pop when he gets there. That's called a young talent. Because, and props to AEW for doing that, really. Props to them because WWE has been... Having some problems with that in the past couple years, you know, with Goldberg and all these other guys. Um, hopefully, they're going to do right by Theory, which I know they will. Um, get, make him a star that he needs to be for for WrestleMania. But and I, I this is another thing. I'm I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, actually, before I say this, we talk about this all the time. All everybody who hates on AEW for some odd reason or you know, here's the best point. People who hate on AEW because they're washed up WWE stars, that pay-per-view proved, well, proved that it's not. I mean, look at all those guys. Homegrown talents. Young guys. I mean, if look, if, if, if it was all WWE superstars winning the whole pay-per-view, okay, yeah, I could be like, dang, that doesn't look too good. Um, but it's not. I mean, it's all homegrown young talent. And props to AEW. But everybody who, like I said, is hating on AEW for this, this, and that, and blah, 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 blah. Do yourself a favor and just go watch that pay-per-view. That's all I ask from you. We've been saying this all the time. Me, me and Bear talked about this specifically on, on a uh, podcast. If you don't like Dynamite, fine. Just go watch one of their pay-per-views. Just one. For some, their pay-per-views blow it out of the water every time. And I, I'm i not even surprised this pay-per-view did this good. Because that's how that's how they are. I'm not surprised. I knew it was going to be good. I was ready to sit down and watch it. I was like, man, this is going to be a good pay-per-view. And it was better than I thought. I thought it was going to be like, man, this is awesome. Now we're sitting here talking about it may be the best pay-per-view they've ever done. That's insane to me. And that's honestly saying something too, Dude, considering exactly, yeah. exactly, and that's what I'm saying. So, look, I understand people don't like certain companies for certain reasons, but if you like wrestling, man, or if you just just give it a shot, just watch that pay per view. If I could honestly recommend any pay per view to them, I would recommend um, mm -hmm. Revolution, hundred and ten percent, because of how good it was. Um, and I mean, I mean, if if I were to pick it. Any pay-per-view from last year from WWE or a, that Revolution, I'd pick Revolution, man. I'm going to be honest. 
not trying to start no argument with nobody out there watching this, but I'm going to be honest. I'm enjoying AEW right now than I am WWE. And that's hmm. just the way it is. WWE, I'm not saying WWE sucks. They don't. They're doing good, but they're missing something. They're 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 missing they're missing like the climax if that makes sense. AEW has had problems in the past building up stories. We know that. They 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 they've gotten better at it, but they do have, you know, sometimes like okay, you know, like the 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 um Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. Why was that stretched out so long? That was a bad call for them. But what did they do right? The match. They did the match perfect. They did the ending perfectly. All these stories that have been like wishy-washy have been coming to a huge conclusion. The main part of wrestling, the matches. WWE will put on great stories, but the matches are like, damn, that wasn't that good. And it, Or they'll just not do anything. Like Ronda Rousey and Shotzi, for example, at uh, Extreme Rules. No story, terrible match. What's the point of this? That That's... that's that's what I'm getting at. AEW right now is is ahead in the climax finish. I, I I can almost guarantee that WrestleMania will have good finishes to some of these stories because it's WrestleMania. It's it's going to be in Hollywood. It's going to be a big thing. Um, but AEW is really capitalizing on it right now. And props to them. Props to them. Props to them. But enough of that. <laughs> I just had to say that because that was just that they're doing something right, um, and I hope nothing changes. Because seriously, if every pay per view, like like Bear said, if every pay per view, all of us, every pay per view has been good, but if they're all competing for number one spot like that, <laughs> we they may start getting a lot more people's money, a lot more people, because that was. Damn, that was a good pay-per-view. Um, but let's go ahead and jump into the pay-per-view. So, as most of y'all know, there, the Blackpool Combat Club and Dark Order did not happen in this pay-per-view. Um, it was scheduled for the pre-show. It did not happen. They had one pre-show match, um, which was Mark Briscoe and Lucha Brothers, and then the Varsity Athletes, and then um, Davari. Uh, we we knew we knew the outcome. We all talked about the Briscoe, you know, Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers. Um, it was a great match, though. Um, it was a great way to get people up and on their feet because they were all chanting, you know, um, for the Lucha Brothers, and then they were taught they were chanting for Br Mark Briscoe, and it was a really great way to get people on their feet. Um, and they kept people alive during the whole pre-show with uh, Renee Paquette. Going, like standing out on the floor um, and talking to some people, like when Britt Baker came out there, the place went yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Or uh, what's his name? I just forgot his name. <laughs> RJ City. Yes, yes, and he was yeah exactly <laughs> that. I like that they keep them going. You know, they keep people involved. Um, and I like how it was different. Yes, and I liked how she was on the floor. You saw everybody in the back walking past and looking and stuff. Yeah. And they want they want to be there. So they were like, people were looking at that. They're like, oh man, we gotta hurry and get to our seats. We're you know we're we're gonna be on TV. It's a it that, that boot AEW's not stupid, <laughs> you know. Um, props on Tony Khan for that though. I like that. It was different. We went to the back at, with the interviews, and then we went on the floor with Renee Paquette, and it was it was different. I liked it. Um, but that was the pre-show match. Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was a great way to get people going. Um, 
Better than I thought. Yes. Better than I thought. Yes, exactly. Um, I I got to give props to the uh, to uh, not only the Lucha Brothers and Mark, but man, the varsity athlete and uh, dang, can't remember his name. I apologize. Man, they put on put on a great match. They made me actually care about the match, which is something. It's always good when you're just like, oh, not this match, but they can actually suck you in to caring, especially a pre-show match, too, because mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't put a lot of energy mm-hmm. into it, and all all six men went out there and did a hell of a job. Well, it's funny because I was actually really interested in that match because Lucha Bros are one of my favorite tag teams currently. But, um, Josh Woods, uh, he, that match he had on the first episode of Ring of Honor against, uh, who was it? Takeshita, right? Yeah. And that match sold me on him. So I was like, as soon as I saw his name on that list, I was like, this is going to be a good match. And I wanted to watch it. And like I said, it, it impressed for sure. Being a pre-show match didn't matter. They, they went out there and did their thing. Yeah, yeah, I love Josh Woods, especially from his ring of days. Um, he was a pure champion, and I knew he could do good things. And, man, he's just been killing it. And, I, I like I said, to the point of making me care, like, oh, crap, I don't have to. Oh, let me stop doing this. Let me pay attention. This is mm-hmm. all hell. Yeah. Um, it was a good free show. Like I said, good way to hook people in. But um, after that, the show started off with a um, with kind of a bang. Now, now I, I may be wrong here, okay, Clayton. Um, what it was it the was it Jungle Boy or Jericho match first? Jungle Jericho. Boy. Oh, J- Jericho. It was a Jericho. Jericho. Yeah, okay, that's right. That's right. Um, I couldn't because I remember vividly seeing Jericho's entrance. And I just didn't remember if that was um, before or after. Okay, so the Chris Jericho match, we all knew Ricky Stark was going to win. I mean, Jericho and Jericho proved what we said. He puts people over. That's what he does now. I mean, he's a sports entertainer. He goes out there every time and he entertains. And that's what he did. It was a great match. That match really proved that Ricky Starks is a superstar. And he is... uh, he just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing every time he goes out there. Um, and, man, I, I I enjoyed the match. It was a great opener. Um, Jericho is Jericho. I mean, that's to really say he could win a thousand times. He could win a thousand times a week, lose a thousand times. It's not going to change him because he is who he is. I yeah. mean, he's, he can be argued in the in the GOAT conversation if you really wanted to. Um, but Ricky Starks, man, this is, he is just flying. Um, I enjoy watching him. I, every time he does that damn move where he walks on the rope and like, you know, (laughs) I love that dude. I do too. And he looks like Michael Jackson on there. Every time he does that, I, anytime I'm watching it with somebody or, you know, I'm watching it with my girl i'll be like look 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 he's doing it (laughs) and it's just like ah he's so entertaining man and he's great on the mic i ah he's so good um but 
Yeah, no, I mean, we, we all said Ricky Starks because uh, it was, I mean, we kind of knew how that story was going, but it's also good for him. Um, it helped him a lot. It was another great match by Jericho, um, and I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought um, for another match that I was not necessarily looking forward to, they hooked me in, um, did what they could have and should have did, uh, get Ricky over, let Ricky do his thing. He needed a big pay-per-view pay win, and especially a quality win against Jericho was great. It's going to help him stay in that um in that range where he could be a main eventer. Um and you know it's what can you say? And to be truthful, I am not that big of a Jericho fan, but I respect him and uh I, I love his work. I'm just not a Jericho fan. But with all that being said, <laughs> something has got to be wrong with you. If you don't respect the hell out of him, no, because I, he re he can re it reinvent himself, get himself over, get his opponent over. What he wants out that crowd, he can do. He I always put him on the plane of Triple H. Whatever their mindset is, when they go in front of that crowd, it'll happen. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met a person that. I've met people who don't like Jericho, but I've never met a person who doesn't respect him because of everything he's done for the wrestling world. I mean, from AEW to WWE to New Japan. Um, WCW. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. WCW. And, man, I, I personally love Chris Jericho. I think he's one of the greatest. Um, I just love... Every time he goes out there, he, you know, he runs his mouth and he's so cocky and he just has that, you know, he has that swagger. <laughs> um, and not just right now. I mean, he's always had that his whole career. Mm. And, and that's why, that's why I'm such a fan of him. He just has that. You just look at, he's like one of the guys you see in movies. You're like, man, I, I, I want to be him, you know, and people dress up as him for Halloween and stuff like that because He's the type of guy who has just the cockiness and the swagger and all that. Um, no, it was a great way to open the match because um, anytime Chris Jericho's on the screen, I feel like most people look because it's Chris Jericho. Um, plus, they want to sing his song. So, but the match, yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Oh, when I finally did that in person, <laughs> I feel it. I felt, I felt like my life was complete when I finally when I. <laughs> Um, but the second match was probably the most surprising match of the night for me was the final burial match between Christian Cage and, um, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Um, we all said Jack Perry. We kind of knew, I mean, a great way to end the story, but holy hell, I, <laughs> that really caught me off guard. Because I'll admit, I mean, if, if anybody's seen it, y'all can, you can go watch the last episode. We knew we could all take the blame for this. We were talking a little down on that match. Mm -hmm. And 
I was very surprised. I mean, I, I even let you, I even texted y'all when the match was going. I was like, "What is going on?" I mean, I thought no, yeah. I, I thought the match was going to last maybe two, three minutes, and then boom, there you go. Some type of something cinematic or something. They went out there and they actually had a great wrestling match. Great false <laughs> finishes, like when Jungle Boy got put in there and his you know get mm-hmm. open in and his, you know he put his arm out and wow. Um, it was. It really was a great match. I mean, Jungle Boy putting the shovel in, in Christian Cage's mouth, and you know, doing the submission to you know make him um, pass out. Or <laughs> man, I really did enjoy that match, and that very that was the most surprising match of the night for me. I mean, it lasted a good what fifteen minutes at least. Um, I mean, they were fighting in the crowd. They were fighting in the ring, on the ramp, and they were fighting all over the dirt at the top. Um, you know, Christian hit his finisher to Jungle Boy at the top on the, uh, <laughs> on the dirt and, and then he hit him with the, um, he hit him with the concerto, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, I tell you what I loved about it. Like you said, it was a wrestling match. They told a story yeah. and I'm, I was so shocked by that. I'm like, holy crap. Okay. Uh, okay. I think where you going with it. And okay. With family. I forgot about that. Where, where Christian kept yeah. going, up to, going up to his family and you know bad talking him and just good old Christian being Christian heel. You know. It, I mean, man, that's what I was gonna say too. Man, that's a person who really does not get enough props of his work. Is Christian. Yeah, Christian is, is such a great worker. If if they would give him as much props as they do Edge, it, he deserves it. God almighty. He's a talker. And he, he his work just speaks for itself. I, I can I can agree with that. Um Christian gets no props. I mean, I'm talking about Zero. I mean, he gets z- anytime anybody's talking about wrestling, it is rare for somebody to bring up Christian and talk about how good he's done, and that and that really does suck because uh, that last pay per view proved when he is a heel. Damn. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is good. Um, and it was a good match, but one thing that I that I texted y'all that um. I thought it was interesting. Is this the end for Jungle Boy gimmick? You think this is it? I I mean, they've been teasing it for a while now. They've been working Jack Perry in more and more and more. And uh, I mean, it makes sense to change it now that he's not, there's no Jurassic Express. He's not with Luchasaurus. I mean, well, it makes sense. Not, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like th- that's why. You know, obviously, not just the whole he came out in the the jeans and stuff, but um, he still had those shoes on, though. Yeah, and <laughs> that's what another thing. I was like, why is he wearing the shoes still? <laughs> like, I know he should have worn like boots or something. That was called Final Burial, and the whole feud that happened with Christian involved Luchasaurus, and this mm. was put to rest. I feel like what they're also saying. I could just be go- stretching this huge, but. Final burial for not only Christian the feud, but final burial for the Jungle Boy gimmick. Um, I mean, I I definitely think it's just going to be Jack Perry now. But I, you know, 
I don't know. I can see it. And then, and then look at it like this, too. Jim Ross is the one that's gotten Jack Perry over because he's the one that started calling him Jack Perry on the air and kept referring to him as Jack Perry. And I think that it, his intent was not to be able to make it on his own and not having people think, well, you're in this spot because of your father. And uh, and, and surprising to me, a lot of people didn't even know that was his father. So, you know, he he's made a name for himself, and I think it's just going to grow. He's going to continue growing. Yeah. Um, but that, um, that match was definitely the most surprising for me for the night. And it was really, really good. Um, just another match that really kept people hooked. And I, I enjoyed that. Um, but let's see. Anything else to really add about that match? Uh, not a lot to say. I mean, it was, in my opinion, probably... Best or second best storytelling match of the night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I would stop doubting Christian's ability. <laughs> and, and it wasn't a slide at Christian or uh, Jungle Boy. It was just, like you said, the story had went so long, but they couldn't help it, too. When you get injured, you got to be able to pivot, move, and everything. But with without a doubt, that was the best tone ending to a story in quite a while. Well, so far, we got all the matches correct. But this next match, and I, I, I know for a fact this is the next match, Clayton. The Trios Championship match. Yeah, I know. I got it wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I will say I at least I'm I, I did want House of Black to win. Yeah, so yeah, I'm glad they yes, she did. Yes, she did. Now, I, if I remember correctly, Bear was very back and forth with this decision. Um, I was, and he I didn't think you were gonna choose House of Black. I thought you were gonna go with Elite, honestly. But, dude, okay, this is this was my favorite match of the night. I can say that I really enjoyed this match. I really did. Um, the House of Black's entrance was awesome. Um, um, the Elite coming out, as always, will be awesome to carry on my wayward son. I mean, there's no arguing about that. But, dude, there is. <laughs> there, we already talked about it last week of why House of Black needed gold. So I'm not even going to get into that. But I know how, you know... The elite are like you know they. I I really had a strong feeling that they were gonna win, um, and there was a couple times in that match where I was like, "The match is over. The elite won." And then they kick out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, the match is still going." Um, and then when when they kicked, uh, or I don't remember what happened to Julia Hart, but she got hit or something and flew. Oh, the oh, knee oh. strike. The knee strike. Oh, yes. Can you make a hitter with the knee and i was like oh my and the second the best oh the I have, 
I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt go, you. Go ahead. But the best part about that was Kitty Omega just shrugging off. Yeah, like, he's like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Dude, yes. the second that um, the Young Bucks were out of the ring and I saw, um, I don't remember who it was who did, the, I, I hate to say it, but I don't remember who it was who did the final pin. But one of them was in the ring, and then the other two came back, and they hit the finisher. And I was like, this match actually may be over. And when they hit the one, two, three, I don't usually jump up and like, oh, for a match ending anymore. But I jumped off my couch, and I let out I let out a pretty good scream, man. I'm not going to lie. Um, and... <laughs> Oh man, I was so excited when they won. I did not see it coming. I wanted them to win, but I honestly didn't see it coming. And I tell you, that made me. If the pay per view would have ended right there, I'd been okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel I, it. I could agree with that. Oh man, they man. did. Man, just the back and forth, and I guess too. Where when you do the false finishes, they can be overly done, they can be sorely done. They were just perfect. Where I honestly bought into them so many times, yeah. I felt I felt ashamed of myself. <laughs> I, I can agree with you. There's probably about two or three times I was like, the match is over, and it didn't end, and I was like, what? And yeah, what else can they do? Honestly, AEW for some reason gets me a lot. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to say a lot. Like, I mean a lot on pay, especially pay per views. They get me more than it should, and I can't believe I'm saying that out loud on air for people to actually come back and listen to this. But I'm going to be honest. AEW gets me a lot with the false finishes. WWE. I can't remember the last time they got me. I, no, I take that back. There was one time I got a little shoken up, and I was like, oh, my gosh, is this going to be it? And it was the Roman Reigns and Logan Paul match. <laughs> Logan Paul hit him with some the fist, and I was like, Logan Paul's going to win. And obviously he didn't win, but I for some reason that got me. But um, AEW gets me quite a bit, man. And that match proved it. I I didn't see that coming. Um, so I got the... the... Uh, say this. Brady says he wants the elite versus bloodline before he dies. <laughs> I do too. I, I wouldn't that, be upset. Oh, man. That, <laughs> I could just imagine what kind of one hell of a match there. That'd be crazy, man. I mean, wow. Who would you pick? The elite. Woo! I gotta go with I, Omega. I mean, I I love Kenny, man. I I just I love I, I love Kenny, but it's just something about that tribal chief. That's what I'm saying. I love Kenny, <laughs> but I don't know, bro. It, 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 about it, both in like in the if both in their prime, like Ooh. Kenny, I Kenny. don't know, bro. Oh, that would be bro, tough, bro. I I just I can't. The thing about Roman is I like Roman, but he's got something that no Kenny's got something that he doesn't. Kenny can really move and jump around. Roman, okay, I know Roman can do it, 
Bro, when do you ever see Roman doing that? Like the the, the Terminator. The Terminator. You see you gotta think Roman's gonna hit a Terminator? Come on. Kenny Omega's got a big big moveset. A big moveset. Yes. But Roman gets up to his competitor. That when when and and that is the God honest truth. Because when did you think that Roman could wrestle with Daniel Bryanston when they had their match and he made Bryan look like crap? I'm just saying. Uh, but again, that 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 that's WWE, that's WWE booking and different things. I'm just saying. Hey, Brady made a good point. Nobody kicks out of the one wing angel. How many kick out of Roman's finish? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, but how many times is Roman gonna let him get him up on his shoulder? How many times does Roman Reigns, been, how, hey. many, how many times does Roman Reigns leave the ring at the beginning of the match because he gets a little upset and nervous? Kenny Omega's just gonna follow him out with a Terminator, man. <laughs> that that's that's the troubles, Chiefs. Give me dude. Don't don't hey, hey. I'm, I'm gonna end it like this. I'm gonna end it like this. Hey, it's funny you say that. <laughs> I was gonna end it like this. This would be the one time the bloodlines, the twos, and the elites to the ones. Dang. I'm serious. I I would pick. The, if they fought tomorrow, I would pick the elite. You're lucky Stephanie hey. ain't here, bro. <laughs> Man. Oh, like like Rusty said, like Rusty said, the the elite is overrated. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. Hell no. I love the elite. (laughs) Dude, Kenny Omega, bro, I'm not even going to get to that. Kenny Omega is the man, okay? okay, Until until the Bloodline has their own YouTube series named after them that comes out weekly. With its own championship defended on there, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't care about being the tribal chief. Is he the belt collector? No, mm. no. If they if they would let him out the WWE, but that's another story. Let's get back into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, that was a good match, though, man. I I really did enjoy it. Uh, I I've, I actually went back, and that was the one match I rewatched. I could rematch. Uh, rewatched the whole pay per view because it was so good, but I have already rewatched that trip the trios match because man, that was a really good match. Um, and I was and I will say this if y'all do not get Aleister Black to the world championship title contendership, man, I'm gonna start hating AEW. <laughs> oh my god. He, they don't do enough with Alistair. Jesus. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's so much to say about this match, but there's, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, right now, me and Bear got three matches in the book. Well, I'm not counting the pre-show. Um, I'm Right now, I'm just counting the main card. So it's me, Bear, got three matches right. Clayton, you're sitting at two. Um, mm, two and one. But to be fair, you did want the House of Black to win, but you're yeah. going, you're going with the good old wrestling way. And honestly, I I thought I thought the same thing. I was like, nah, Elite's gonna win, dude. 
Dude. I will say there was a couple of times I really thought. Oh, no, yeah, no, seriously. I, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't get jumped a lot, but that jumped me at least two or three times. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, my gosh. Um, It was a great match, honestly. I mean, it was just a great match. Yeah, it was. It really was. Um, I mean, does anybody else want to kind of put their input on in it? Because I think I've said all I need about to say about that match. Best match of the night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, Now, the next match. I do know the next match. It's the... It's the Women's World Championship, isn't it? Okay. I do remember that. So, Bear, ouch. Um, well, um, before... I, and and, and <laughs> let, let's be... I told y'all. Hey, I said now. I, no, I, I told I, you. I, I, know, I, I know. said now. I said that I was going with a heart pick. It made more sense for her to keep her title. But I was going to pick Ruby just because I was going with my heart and I knew I probably wasn't going to get it right. Did I not? I feel That's true. Um, But something else did happen after the match that involved Mm -hmm. Ruby and Soho. Um, Which made up for it. Yeah, I... So, Jamie Hayter obviously won. She beat Soraya and Ruby Soho. After the match, Ruby Soho turned... And joined Soraya, and then they did, proceeded to spray paint Hater and Britt Baker. Um, honestly, I thought I liked the ending, um, and I'm gonna say this right now: I like Ruby Soho a lot, especially as that you know the the baby face. But that promo she just did on Dynamite as the heel, where she where she went off on the you know the fans telling them it's their fault and stuff. You can't get much better than that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, man. You, you. I really thought, honestly, when she turned heel, I was like, "How is that gonna work?" When on 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 Wednesday, I was, I mean, not Wednesday, on Sunday, I, when with the pay per view, I was like, "Okay, you know, I, I, I guess." But she was a good baby face. That got that went right out the window on Wednesday, cause that promo, holy hell, uh, that you. When you when you do that as a heel with what saying what she said, you know, blaming the fans and all that other stuff, like it like the like the origin story promo, you know, you can't get much better than that. Um, and that right there is gonna be a good heel. Ruby Soho is gonna be a good heel, and I, I didn't think oh, that would yeah. work out, but wow, wow. I mean, when you can use real logic in any type of story. I mean, even if you don't follow wrestling, you could go back and what she said, she she did not tell a lie about any of it. No, she didn't. So you and you can understand her frustrations and why she just had enough. And that is the best tale that really makes sense. Even though you know, you can like well, you could have went a different route, but I I can't argue with her justification. And it, it just it really made sense. It sold me on her being the heel. Um the everything just that I again one of the matches that I was 
I was kind of looking forward to, but didn't have any real high expectations on. They blew me away, they, especially the ending. It it it, it got me. Um. Yeah. It it, it did. Um. It was a good match. I actually did enjoy the match a lot. Um, let's see. It says, Rusty said, trying to watch y'all in the August 10th, 2009 Monday Night Raw. What happened on 2000? I'm trying to, that's what I was just trying to think. Let us know what happened on that, because what happened? I don't, (laughs) I'm not that smart with Rusty. Yeah, I don't have history like that. I I don't. Yeah, I just can't remember everything. Ruby's promo made no sense. All those three trying to beat new women's order. (laughs) Well, I mean, what? Okay, the reason why I think it made sense is because the fans did boo her. The fans booed her out the building, and then she got relegated to. Their, um, their small show. Then she got put in a few with Eddie Kingston and them against the yeah. Jericho Appreciation Society. And everything she's done since she got there, uh, the, the fans hadn't really been behind her, especially if it's like someone the fans really love, like Baker and uh, Statlander. They just really just <laughs> they really did hate on her. So I I don't understand why you don't think it makes sense. Um Rusty said, Oh, the search for lost Sean Michael Oh I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about where he goes in the cafeteria and he's looking for Sean and Sean's, Sean's like the chef or something? Yeah. Oh a my bit God. Yeah, I know. I think I know exactly which episode you're talking about. Um, huh. I mean, we've been thinking about doing like watching old episodes live. I mean, not live, but you know, putting them out for y'all. So, you know, we'll look into that. Um, definitely. But man, it's definitely something is definitely building because I mean, you know, you have. Now Soraya, Tony Storm, and then Ruby Soho. Um, That's such a I. I just gotta say I love that trio. Oh yeah, that's that's gonna be good. And I, I love the fact that that will make their in store uh, their in house uh, female have to step up and take uh, take their. Uh, Take their ball back to say, you know, it gives them a chance to put on new uh, faces and be able to do things. So, well, I mean, um, it's right now Britt Baker, you know, and Jamie Hayter. So, if they're going to do a three on three, they need a third person. Uh, The return of Thunder Rosa. Could be. That's not a bad idea. Um, it's really not. I know I'm thinking. Really, I mean, Chris Statlander yeah. also. Oh, definitely Stat. But, but I she got a take Cargill. Yeah, that's Jeez, what I'm about to say. Yeah. Um. Man, yeah, Thunder Rosa coming back and being in there would be crazy. Um. 
But, no, I mean, that was a good match. Um, I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, so, score we're sitting at now is I've got four matches right. You and uh, you two got three, so I'm sitting pretty. I didn't do, I, I didn't do so pretty the rest of the night, though. Um, gosh, man. Who let me? Sometimes you got you got to let that lead, uh, let that person get in the lead and make them feel better about themselves before you squash them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> the next match um, is the Texas Death Match. Uh, yes, dude, uh, I, I really, really thought John Moxie was gonna win. I, I'm serious, John. I mean, John was killing him, man. Um. It was a brutal match, dude. Oh, dude, when he took the fork, oh my gosh! Like Abdullah the and Butcher, the blue stars <laughs> literally splattering. <laughs> like he looked like a he was just like, oh my god! You know what? The first thing that came to my thought for all you older fans that are into wrestling like I am. If you have not heard of Abdullah the Butcher, go back and look at Abdullah the Butcher. He is the king of taking a fork and sticking you in the forehead. Oh, yeah. he. Woo! He's always been like that. Um... I hadn't seen a match like that since Abdullah the Butcher and Bruiser, uh, Bruiser Brody. God mm. almighty. Okay, look. <laughs> It was a great, it was a good match. Um, it wasn't anything shocking to me because I've regularly watched GCW and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, they're over here throwing people off like 20-foot scaffoldings on the light bulbs and, you know, stuff right. like that. Yeah. So I, I wasn't like, like, oh my, you know, I wasn't going, I, it was, um, it was a good match though. Because John Moxley, like I said last week, I, I loved his old uh, death matches. And it's crazy, man. Um, that finish, he's actually done that before. An old, geez, no, an old CC, CZW back in like 09, I think. It was on one of the tournaments of death. And he was in it, and he lost the match because they hung him right there with the chain the same exact way. The mm. same way, which is insane. Because I was sitting there watching, and I was like, I've seen this before. And so he's actually had to tap out from that before, um, which is interesting. It, yeah, I know. It's insane. Um, Did not know that. Yeah. That was, I think that was a nice little, little nod, or, you know, he just he's just crazy. But there was... <laughs> A couple times, man, I was like, oh, John Moxley got this in the books. Um, I mean, Adam Page was getting squashed out there for a long time. Yeah, um, he was. And, dude, when they brought out the bricks, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That was crazy. Um, I, I know a lot of people didn't like that match. I saw it on social media, you know, because, obviously, it's it's a death match. Um it's not much to say about it. I mean, some people like it, some people don't. So, I, I like I, I've been saying this before. I personally love the death matches and stuff like that. A lot of people, it's just not their cup of tea. Um, I think if that's your cup of tea, you really love that match. But if you just hate the death matches, you probably turned it off for a minute. 
Um, I mean, I'll say I, I'm not really big on deathmatch wrestling. Like, I mean, I get why people are into it. Like, there's definitely times where I'm like going through, like, I have a mood and itch to watch it and everything. Yeah. Um, but it, I wouldn't say it's particularly my favorite style of wrestling or anything, but man. That that match, it had me hooked. I'll say it definitely had me hooked. Everything about it was just way better than I expected. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I'm always make it make sense. And that the lead up to it and everything, it made so much sense than where everything was supposed to end. So that's why I always say, if you can make it make sense, do the different thing. And let's let's just be honest. Hangman has had a rough year, and he had to get that back. And like he said on uh, Wednesday's Dynamite, look, <laughs> he don't like to get there, but when he has to, he, you know. Yo ass is in trouble. Yeah, there was a picture online uh, from that match from somebody in tennis. They saw Hangman uh, Adam Page's hair stuck to the uh, the corner chair. Oh yeah, on it. Oh my gosh. Oh dude. Uh, yeah, Tony Schiavone was flipping out. He's like, "That's his hair." No, I'm telling you, that's his hair. Yeah, no, he he literally got his hair ripped out because that barbed wire. Mm. Oh man. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a great match. It was a definitely, I like how they threw it in there kind of towards the middle because it's different from all the other matches. It kind of gives everybody a nice, like, holy hell, you know? Um, and so it was definitely a different change of pace from how crazy it was. Um, and they, they did they did a great match. Hey, um, man, Adam Page is such a good performer because there's so many times where you're like, oh, he's done. And he comes back and just, finds a way to win um so it was a great match though but we're all tied now at 444 i picked moxley because i gotta stand by john moxley the death one of the deathmatch kings um y'all picked hangman which i probably should have picked but <laughs> gosh man i should have known i really <laughs> um yeah, I mean that that was a great match. It it really was. I I enjoyed the match. I just, I just loved seeing John Moxley. I mean, he's just a great performer. Um but the the next match um is for the TNT Championship with Samoa Joe and Wardlow. Before we say anything, I'm just going to clarify right now. I wanted to pick Wardlow, but I went with my heart and picked Samoa Joe. So <laughs> I I I knew, I knew Wardlow was gonna win. So I, I but I went with my heart. With that being said, you two picked Wardlow. I I picked Samoa Joe. Um. But what's surprising is that was probably the the most uneventful match of the night. The most, you know, 
least exciting. I'll put it that to the to you that way, um, which is very surprising to me. It didn't last long at all. Um, I it didn't. I don't. I think it was probably six minutes, maybe six seven minutes. I it didn't pass ten minutes. Another for a fact. Well, okay. after Wednesday night, now I understand why it was that way. No, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, all, all I'm saying, I, I not only did I get that right, I told y'all that he wasn't going to leave Wednesday night with the championship. No. Uh, it, I saw it, it, and even though. It was, and and it's and it's it's sad to say this in this phrase, but it was the worst match of the night. Yep. Um, and it's and it's surprising. I just didn't like the way it ended. Him choking Joe out, just yeah. That that that. Yeah. One, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's be honest. I, when in the hell does Samoa Joe get choked out like that and pass out? When is that? In the hell has that ever happened? It's Samoa Joe. Look, if you're gonna beat Samoa Joe, you use his Achilles heel. It's the roll up. Yeah, Joe can't beat the roll up. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, it just—I don't know. I mean, I—I—I I, I always like seeing Samoa Joe, but man, really, I—I I was really hoping the match would go back and forth. Um. And would last a lot longer and end, you know, on a regular pinfall. But like, like you said, we know why it didn't last that long. I mean, in the media scrum, Hobbs even came out there mm. um, and talked to Wardlow. But w- Wardlow, honestly, I don't know what they're doing with him. I don't know if he's going to have a feud with Hobbs now after Wednesday or if he's just kind of going to be there again. I, I hope they use him wisely. Um, I just, I don't know, man. For him to win the belt and then lose it that fast, I don't, I feel like that's a bit upsetting. I don't feel like Wardlow should be done like that. Um, I think it's time for a re- that he needs to be repackaged. That's uh, that's that's a good way to put it. Um, I was trying to find a way to put it. I just, I mean, look at Wardlow a year ago today. Um I mean, Wardlow was has always been a beast, and I'd say about I'd say after All Out last year, he just kind of went, you know, and he just, he just honestly, went, I say since he won the title, really, it's like he was yeah, great in the chase, yeah. and then once he became the champion, it was just like, now what? Yeah, you know, they they don't. They didn't position him right as the champ, um, especially as as the way his character is. He, they really just made it inevitable. Uh, eventually, you knew that he was going to get beat by another big man, and and using mind games too. It's like. Anytime you want to beat Warlow, just outthink him, and that and that really is sad because mm. he was on such a roll. And like I said, just repackage him, give him a little time away, or hell, even move him over to 
Ring of Honor, but he has to have a he has to do something. Yeah, he's too good to be to have him, them doing him like that. Um, it, it just doesn't, you know, uh, doesn't seem right. Um, I like uh, what Rusty just said. Yeah. You know, just uh, have him save MJF and they re- reunite. Oh, wow. Yeah, but would you do that now or wait a while? I will wait. And how I will long, make it. And that means how long would you wait? Because if you wait for I'm that, a- you got to take them off TV. Yeah, take either take him off or make him go on a losing streak. And then you can see Max reach out to him. Man, yeah, um, I'm trying to think about it. I mean, I would definitely wait, honestly, and just take him straight off of TV. Um Because, I mean, people, yes, he's been on kind of a losing streak, but people will realize Wardlow's not here. Yeah. And let's say MJF down the line, because obviously MJF's probably going to have the belt for a while. Hell, take him off of um, TV right now and bring him back at double or nothing. If you really want to. Yeah. And then MJF at double or nothing fights whoever. Wardlow comes out and saves him. Big pop, boom, there you go. Um, or even before Double or Nothing, but I think he should be taken off the of TV for a while. Not too long, but I do think to have him rightly repackaged and ready, I think he should be taken off. Have um, Hobbs take him out, make him look like... Uh... Uh, keep that momentum Hobbs got and then yeah, like you said that'd be a good way to write a mouse the book of Hobbs um, let's see so with my poor choice of choosing um, <laughs> y'all both have five I'm still sitting pretty at four um, but The next match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, the guns, the acclaim, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Orange Cassidy, and Dan Housen. So Bear Bear chose Jarrett and Lethal. Um, Tell me what you think, Bear, before I continue. Uh, That was one of those. That was another hard pick. Uh, I could have made an argument for all all the wrestlers, why they could win, how to make it make sense. Um, the guns, I kind of figured they were going to win, and I kind of figured FTR was going to have something to do with it, but it still caught me off guard. I, I won't even sit here and lie about it. I honestly didn't even see that coming. I guess I, I didn't would, either. I guess I was... A, I, I, now, after they came out, right when they came out, I yeah, obviously I popped, but also, too, I was like, damn, I should have saw that coming. <laughs> like, because it was the guns. And let's remember the last time we really saw FTR, 
the guns came out and had you know they had the thing with them. I should right. I should have seen that coming a mile. I don't know how I did it. It went right over my head. Um, I guess I was just thought it would be later on, you know, maybe another month or two before they came back or wherever they went. I didn't see it coming though. Um, even when the and even when the guns started talking, the second the couple seconds before, I didn't see it coming. I thought they were just gonna start talking and then their music would hit and they'd leave. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, even like when, because they were like, yeah, we're the best, you know. I had no, I was oblivious. I was completely oblivious. I was sitting there like, man, they really won. And then FTR's music hit, and I was like, oh, I should have seen that coming. <laughs> um, it was a good return, though. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, Dax, I don't know how he <laughs> got busted open so fast. I'm saying, dude. I, just, I was all like, I did was walk down to the ring and you know get a little scuffling. All of a sudden, his whole like right side of his face is just busted. Um, but between him and Mox, they should never have a first man uh, first <laughs> match. Yeah, that match wouldn't last long. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so. I guess Bear, you the only one that saw that coming because Brady said he didn't even see that coming. Um, but I am yeah, glad that yeah. I am glad that they're back because when they came back, oh my gosh, I had like this just sense of like, oh man, the tag team division it was pretty good. It it wasn't great. It was uh, you know it wasn't bad, but damn, it just went up because you already know where FTR is going. Oh yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious, and so double or nothing, FTR versus the Guns. Um, Honestly, I don't even think it's going to get that far. Really? Wow. What about FTR versus Acclaim, double or nothing? Mm. I can see, I can see that more than the Guns. I, if I don't think if the Guns make it to their um, battle of the belts with the titles. That's where they drop them. Okay. They're not making it to the next pay per view. Have we? We haven't seen. No, obviously we haven't seen that. Um, honestly, FTR versus Acclaim would be a hell of a match. I, I would. I, and I was about to say, and whoa, 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 uh, FT. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I see <laughs> that. You gotta be insane. Look, I think uh, Rusty just uh, just saying stuff. That's a good one. That's a that's a shoot. No, it's it's funny because I I I won't say FTR is by any means anywhere near one of my favorites, but I I have so much respect for them and what they do. Like I could never say that. Who's your favorite? Oh, day no the the next thing he wrote. They didn't like having the title. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. My favorite Ooh. current? Just, yeah, sure. Current? Um, Hard to say currently, really. Okay, um, all time then. I need to hear this. I mean, hard, oh, Hardy Jesus. Boys. That's worse. Hardy Boys. That they're what made me love wrestling. Honestly, you, 
we did a top i think we did a top five um tag team thing but i could argue any of those three teams hardy boys dudley boys edge and christian as to be my favorites because they're what made me love wrestling okay okay yeah i mean there's no there's not really arguing about that i mean i really like, I, I really like ftr um Man, come on! I love like lucha style though. Like like lucha libre is my thing. So it's like whenever I was introduced to FDR, it was the whole no flips, just this thing. So it was like I didn't really care for him, you know. But I have a huge amount of respect for them. Yeah, man, they're uh, seven star man, seven star living legends. Man, of Um, course. uh, When you say tag teams, you got throw them boys in there. Them Briscoe boys. Yeah, honestly, I think Briscoes will go down as one of my favorites, if not my favorites, just because of everything they've done. Um, and but FTR, you got to give them the credit where credits due. Um, I think everybody has respect for FTR, except I guess Rusty. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not really sure what's going on there, but man, I I could definitely see FTR and then. Because I can't think of another team to fight them at double or nothing besides the acclaimed. Um, but I tell you, uh, I like some of the younger teams that are starting to make a move. And then, look, let's not forget about the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, that's true. But here's the thing. If they're fighting FTR, you know, well... No, I guess you don't. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, if they're fighting FTR, somebody's got to be a heel. But the thing is, I mean, you look at the Briscoes at FTR, who was the heel? Exactly. That's that's what kind of stopped me from saying that. I mean, I feel like Acclaims can kind of be like that middle ground team, though, where it's like they're not really faced, they're not really heel. They just do kind of Here's the what thing. they want. That, listen to this. You want yeah. to know how to make them a heel? They come out and just don't rap or scissor. I'm serious. Oh yeah, people would lose their mind if, if they if they stop the scissoring thing and just like done. Imagine, oh man! Imagine if they come out and they go and they go to scissor or something, and you know they're like New Orleans, and let's say they're you know yeah New Orleans, and he's like you know Bowens is like New Orleans, and he starts it and he, and he does and he stops talking. And he just kind of stands up, you know, and he looks, and he has the scissors, and then all of a sudden he changes it to a middle finger and just flips him off. <laughs> Think about that. People would lose their, oh, people, people would lose their mind. People would go bananas, man. They'd be like, "What the?" Oh, they would get booed hard. That's all you got to do because their gimmick is so over. If you yeah. all, all you got to do is have them come out and just shut the gimmick off, and people will hate them. <laughs> That would be such a sick way to do it. I would love to see that. That would honestly make me like them more, to because, be honest. You know me how, too. I would pro- probably start crying laughing. Well, because you know that, you know, Bowens comes out and he like leans in the audience on the side, on down the ramp. That's what I'm saying. If he's like, New Orleans, and he goes like this and then it just stops, stands up, looks around, and then just flips him off. Oh, that's a good one. Brady said, beat up daddy. Beat up daddy ass. Oh, if they beat up Billy Gunn? <laughs> nobody cares. At this point, nobody likes daddy ass. It's just the name. 
Come on. You really don't think that they that would make them get booed? I I feel like if they nah. if was like if they were like if uh you know Billy Gunn had the scissors and they were like you know they thought about it and they just started beating them up, man. All right. Uh, if they, I feel like it, I mean all they got to do is just spit on the gimmick, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they if they spit on the gimmick, that's it. Um, but I mean honestly, if they have, if they I don't. Do, so I'm sorry. I just got to say this. I don't like Daddy Ass. I don't like BX. Anything that has Billy Gunn. Whoa, just, oh my whoa, damn whoa, Let's just pump the brakes for a second now. You don't like BX. I, I can, I can, I can, I can handle the whole Daddy Ass like thing. That. I get it. But to say you don't like DX, don't come like on. DX. I got two words for you, buddy. I got two words for you. I don't like DX. He doesn't Anything like that DX. has. Anything that got Billy Gunn, I just don't like. You don't like DX. Overrated. Okay, let's move on. This, this, whoa! <laughs> this ain't, this ain't, this ain't a hot take episode. This is a revolution. Like he doesn't review. Like, he doesn't like DX. You don't like DX. I'm like so dumbfounded that you just said that. Uh, it, it, I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm pretty flustered. That caught me way off guard. Uh, we'll go to the next thing. Okay. Um, you don't like DX? Okay. I I can't even think about that anymore. I don't know what to say to that. Um, <laughs> so. Me and Clayton thought the guns were going to win. They won. Uh, we're all tied at 5-5-5. Five, five, five. Wait, what? No, we're not. Yeah, we are. I have six. Yeah, I yeah. No, six. Clay- Clayton actually. I didn't change it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. Clayton has six because I was looking at it because Clayton won by one point. So you got seven right. And seven out of eight. If I had just gone with my heart like y'all did on that trios match, <laughs> man. Yeah. Um I got five I got five right. Bear got six right. I I forgot you chose Danielson. Yep. I chose Danielson. Y'all both chose MJF. That's the last match, ladies and gentlemen. The sixty minute Iron Man match. Holy hell. What a match. Actually it's like sixty Five, six minutes. Oh my God. Um, But yeah, I chose Danielson. I didn't think MJF had it in him, dude. I'm sorry. I really didn't. I love MJF. Now, hold on a second before people start going at me. I love MJF. I think he's. (laughs) I'm going to shoot you with this. Honestly, I I 100% believe this. MJF already is top 10 heel of all time. Um, Top. He's close to top five. I'd put him top six. Of, oh, damn. of all time, okay? And let me tell you why. He's got the cockiness like nobody else has ever had. He breaks the fourth wall like nobody else has ever had. And that's a big thing in wrestling, okay? He breaks the fourth oh, wall yeah. like nobody else has. He, he, he uses, you know, yeah, everybody uses cities, but he just, he goes overboard with it. He goes overboard with crapping on cities, crapping on people's looks, Crap. I mean, he threw the water in the kid's face. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even going to get into that yet. I'm going to get into that, but I'm just talking about like just every week thing, dynamite. 
I'm talking, he craps on the cities, your culture, your background, the way you look. And he doesn't do it just a little bit. He does it overboard. And then he puts in like the, you know, little, little like sexual gestures, you know, like the whole thing he done talked about with live and all that. He's just a dude. He, he is so good. And by the time his career's done, I, I would, I would seriously debate him being the best heel of all time when his career is done. Well, that's I'm, the thing. He's still what? 24? Tw- yes, something like exactly. that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And to already be doing that at that age, you're crazy, man. And his Brady made a good point. His media scrums. Oh my. He comes out there and he's like, Hey everybody. Did I do good? I don't care. You're going to listen to me now. <laughs> So he offered the dude the pickle. Yes, dude. He's like, he's like, come get a pickle, and like he told him, and then he's like, here, take it, and he's like, all right, get out of my face, you know. I mean, he just, (laughs) dude. I mean, he he has that it like Roman Reigns said about Dusty Rose telling him he has it. MJF has it. He has the ability. He can take any genre of a wrestling fan and speak to them. And you know how rare that is? Yeah. Where so many different wrestling fans like so many different things, and he can touch every one of them. He, he's a uh, he's a one of a kind, no doubt. And he proved it the other night. With the whole throwing the water in the kid's face. But, I mean, not just... Because the thing is, who would do that, you know? Everybody who's a heel, they they stop. Or even outside of wrestling. I know some of them are strict on it, but they're nice guys, you know? I, I, I know MJF is probably a nice guy, but you wouldn't know. Because outside of wrestling, that dude's a... An ass. He's worth. Like, He's to find worse. out that that wasn't, like, a planted oh. person, that's... You know, I go back and forth about that so much because who in their right mind would allow somebody, just like we were talking about before we came on there and I was telling you about my experience last night. So uh, just quick summary, guys. Last night, me and my fiance, we went to a wrestling show and the wrestlers came out beside us. And one fell beside my fiance. He didn't touch her or anything, but I could not be a man and put some person, even on an accident, is one thing, but still let somebody touch my fiance and sit there and be like, oh, okay. I don't care how big you are. I'm going to have to, you're going to see the grizzly come out this bear. So it is, it just, it's hard for me to fathom that was not a plant. Even with any mom would sit there and let some man throw some water on their kid and not react, not just with a mouth open. She would have threw a purse chair something. So that, but it's so good that it makes me question. Was it real? Was it not? And I, every day I come up with a different vibe of is, it. The thing is, me seeing like the the picture of somebody took about the kid being backstage with Hobbs after that, and like you know cheering him up. 
I think that made it feel like it was actually real because AEW didn't post that. It was somebody in the back. Yeah. It was somebody in the back, and it was like a phone quality. Like they took it really fast. That's what makes me think it was real because AEW's like, oh hell, you know, that's you know what I'm saying. I feel like if it was planted, AEW would put it all over. Like, hey, you know, this kid, you know, so, you know what I'm saying? Right. No, no. All we got was a picture of some guy in the back who took a really quick snapshot. And it wasn't good quality either. It was a pretty bad quality picture. So, Yeah, you could tell he was like far away and zoomed yeah, in exactly, to like take the picture. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and if you look, nobody else was around Hobbs except the, the mother and the son. No cameras, no nothing. Seriously, I, I don't think that was planted. I think that was real. And you, even if he didn't do that, there's something else he did in the match, man. When he went up to the camera and said... I, I was after the water. He went up to the camera and said, "Oh, do I get a star taken away for that, Dave?" Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. I don't look. People can say what they want, but dude, that right there is a heel. He literally <laughs> he looked dead in the face of us as the viewers, and he said, "Oh no, do I lose a star for that, Dave?" Oh, 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 my. Dude, you can't get better than that. You really can't. There is no heel in any promotion right now touching MJF. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I can argue with that all day, every day. MJF, I agree with it. 100%. MJF is the best heel in the game right now, and that's just the way it is. Mark Henry had a story about him. Um, he was talking about because they were they were talking about like you were saying, Bear. If you know if he's the same way out outside of wrestling, Mark Henry was like, "Yeah, man." When MJF around the first time he got to AEW, we were talking in the back, and I was trying to give him some some pointers about some stuff, and we were sitting there, and I was talking, and MJF told me to shut up. And he was being serious. And Mark Henry was like, you're telling me to shut up? I'm Mark Henry. You know, I'll grab you. You know, I'll grab you, dude. <laughs> and Mark Henry was like, straight up, that dude don't care who you are. He'll he'll talk down to you. Like, he, he's, that's, he's, a, he's a born heel. Like, and I think that's why he's so good at being a heel in the ring. I mean, it's, he, he's legit like that, I guess. Um which is just insane to me. And every Wednesday he does something new and I get so <laughs> it's so good. Like like this Wednesday he's having his rebar mitzvah, I believe. Um <laughs> Yeah, I heard about yeah. that. I've been seeing a bunch of memes about like the Malibu's most wanted scene <laughs> where he's like <laughs> Did you see, you see the pictures of him from like his That's exactly what with all the oh my gosh, um, that's gonna be a good episode. I'm gonna have to watch that. That's gonna be a good dynamite. Um, Look, it, it, it says a lot when your own legitimate parents say, "I hate this guy." <laughs> when they go to your wrestling show with a sign, just because I had them, don't mean I like them, dude. MJF, going back to the match, really did. I know he's so good on the mic, but he proved me 
that he proved to me that he can get in the ring and do this the same thing that everybody else can and better. I mean, not only is he good on the mic, but damn, he is good in the ring. I mean, he went out there for an hour and something minutes and just killed it. Like, the first 15 minutes of the match was a bit slower because everybody was cheering and they were kind of going back and forth with little punches and stuff. But after that, the match took off from submission to finishers to huge clotheslines to MJF putting Danielson through the table. And, oh my gosh, just back and forth. And Danielson coming up with the submissions and then the ending where Danielson put MJF in the submission and MJF would not tap out. And he finally tapped out right when the timer went off. That is insane. I mean, that was a good storytelling match. I really did enjoy that match. And when it ended on the draw, I was like, no way. They're going to do something. And when they were like, yeah, we're going to keep it going. Next pinfall wins. Dude. I felt like um, they were going to do that in the beginning. I was like, man, how can you make this? Stick out, not like, the, and I thought they'd probably do the Sean and um, Brett ending. Honestly, I thought, <clears throat> I thought um, MJF was going to tap out before the timer ended. I thought it was going to get down to like five seconds, four, three, and then MJF started tapping out, and Brett goes crazy, and then the timer ends. I thought that's how it was that was going. The way I was looking, I was like, he's going to tap out in like the last five seconds. Come to find out, he never tapped, <laughs> and I was like. Oh, hell. Okay. Well, and um, it was a great match, man. I That's definitely one of my favorite uh, Iron Man matches I've ever seen. That was a good Iron Man match. A really good Iron Man match. Um, But that was the last match of the night. What are y'all's thoughts about that match? I mean, that was a long, long back-and-forth match. The biggest take for me was that match was so good didn't even seem an hour and 10 minutes yeah it didn't at all i can agree with that usually with iron man matches i get, i start sitting there i'm like oh you know i get kind of fidgety i'm like okay you know yeah what's going on and man no that match i was excited that it kept going in the end when they were like we're gonna keep going i was like yes Let's keep this going. I don't want the night to end. I want this pay-per-view to keep going. Um, so, I, I really did enjoy the match. It's one of my favorite Iron Man matches I've ever seen. It's one of AEW's best matches they've ever had. Um, but, all around it was a great pay-per-view. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think we all enjoyed it. It can be argued that that, that was their best pay-per-view. <laughs> But any oh, definitely. any final thoughts about the pay-per-view or any one of the matches or anything? Man, just like you said, probably, if not one of the best, if not the best, definitely one of the best AEW uh, pay-per-views. So if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go watch it. I think this is the reason why AEW will continue to succeed because they deliver on their pay-per-views and storytelling yeah and i think it's it's a beautiful thing um too long we have that well quite a while we had that missing in wrestling and it's back in in the big spotlight too so 
that's why I really enjoyed it. I think it's going to succeed. Yeah. Um, if they keep doing now, nah, I'm so excited for Double or Nothing now because that's their big pay per view, and I already know that's going to just deliver. Um, so I'm I'm really excited for Double or Nothing, um, and it's going to be in Vegas. Honestly, I, I, this was like a little thought. I was hoping it would be somewhere close to where I was. You know, maybe a state over. I would have gone to it. I would have gotten the tickets and gone to it. Real talk. Um, and I found it was in Vegas. I was like, oh, never mind. I'm not going there. Um, but, no, it was a great pay-per-view. Uh, like like Bear said, if you haven't watched it, and like Clayton said, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. I mean, come on now. We've all been saying this. Just go do yourself a favor. Go watch it. Just go watch little clips if you really want. Just, I mean, it was just a great pay-per-view. Um, but, moving on from the pay-per-view... We're going to go back to the day after the pay-per-view, and we're going to switch promotions. So we're going to go to WWE. Uh, real quick, actually, I'll have to uh, leave you all here in this transition. Um, I don't have a lot to say on Raw. I didn't watch it this week. So I'll let you all get down to business on this I, one. I thought you were going to say something about it. Cause, so the topic I was going to talk about was uh, Mr. Cena. No, I actually I I haven't gotten a chance yet. So um, yeah. (laughs) Well, go watch it because it was crazy. All right, y'all. But I'm gonna be listening. So all right, all right. right. Um, yeah. What what we're gonna talk about is the whole John Cena thing first. Um. I we've been talk shoot man we we predicted this probably weeks almost probably a couple months ago now I think everybody kind of saw this coming he was gonna fight Theory at WrestleMania for the title um I mean why else would he have returned and guess what he he returned and that's what happened he challenged Theory and it was a hell of a promo that he put on um but I could tell you this much. At WrestleMania, Theory wins is gonna win that match and he's gonna be put over like no other. Theory deserves yeah. Theory deserves to be a star. This match is gonna make him a star. It definitely should, definitely should. Um <laughs> the first thing after watching that Pro Bowl, I thought only John Cena can bury people and say Things that the company really don't want out, he can say and get away with it, and yeah. ain't gonna do nothing to him. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> the pipe thing clapping. Oh my god! I'm like, dang. Yeah, that was uh, when he said that. I was like, whoa, oh, that one hurt. Um, wow. Yeah, John. John is John. Uh, he could put on a promo. I, I got to give him respect for that. And that was no different. I love Theory. I don't know why in the world anybody would hate Theory because he's 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 such a good heel. Um, and he holds that... I'm, I'm glad that the United States title is finally getting the, the coverage it deserves. Um, and Theory is probably the one of the if not the perfect guy to hold the belt for that coverage. Um, and this is going to be a big match for 
everybody. I mean, this is a big match for John because this is his actual wrestling match back in a long time. The one on SmackDown in December, I'm not going to count that. He was in there to do the five-knuckle shuffle, and that was it. <laughs> um, so this is going to be a good match. Um, obviously, John's going to lose, and Theory is going to be put over like hell. I mean, Theory is... Dude, this match is about to make Theory a super, a megastar. A, it should. It, it should. It's going to make him a megastar. Fighting Cena at WrestleMania for the U the United States title, dude. I mean, all all the pieces are there for Theory to be a megastar. This match is the last and final piece, and it. I'm I'm very excited. Honestly, I can't believe I'm saying it, but this is probably the match I'm most excited for. Not, oh wow! So far, so far. But it's not because of John Cena returning. Because everybody knows how I feel about Cena. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a fan at all. I'm I'm just excited to see how Theory is going to perform against a huge veteran like that, and how much, how over he's going to get put from this match. Because after this match, everything that he did, you know, in the past, people are going to talk about it. But after this match, people are going to be like, "Oh, who's that guy? Oh, that's Theory. He beat Cena at WrestleMania, dude. He beat Cena for the U.S. belt." Oh, dang, really? Yeah, he beat John Cena. Oh, yeah, he beat Cena. Yeah, he's the United States champion. He, Cena came back and lost to him. That that's what people are going to be talking about when they when they after after WrestleMania. Unless they just do a swerve ball and and theory loses, but that's that's not going to happen. Um Well, I think um win lose the draw is going to put eyes on theory. For sure. Um uh, I don't I don't see any good reason for Cena to win? There, there, even if there's no good reason. I mean, even if he won and lost it that next night, you know, okay. I I just don't see it. It doesn't do um, anything for anybody. It literally right. doesn't do anything. Well, and I and for me, I keep thinking about. Uh, the matchup between Cena and Roman Reigns when Cena murdered him on the mic, yeah, and yeah. that made that made Roman get his stuff together real quickly after that. Yeah, and now and and I will say this too: Cena has that good trick of bringing things out of people. Uh, now. If you hadn't seen it, go watch it. Theory held his own. Theory did a good job with him. But Cena, Cena is always easy to go with low blows on anybody. He he will take whatever and will make it so trendy and funny. It's like, oh, dang. Oh, why did you do that? That's the thing about this promo Cena did not crush theory and I'm gonna tell you why theory held his own Cena all he did was hit him with low blows okay that's it like the whole oh they put crowd noises in it that's a low blow but theory theory was walking away and said I'm not going anywhere he stood his ground and then he said oh isn't your motto hustle loyalty respect why are you giving up 
Why are you giving up on all these people? That dude was keeping his ground. Yes, John, John was hitting with huge low blows that eventually, you know, obviously John came out as the winner of that promo. But, dude, Deary was holding his own. I mean. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, I thought, though, clearly, and, and this is just my take on it, the way WWE kind of craps on people, the younger guys, and the way John went about it, is definitely why you're going to see three win. Because he's like, look, I'm trying to help you because you ain't ready for this. You ain't ready to be the man. Yeah. <laughs> look, I, I, look, I told you no because, right, right frankly, you crap. But <laughs> you want to keep on? Okay, fine. Hey, Remember, the- I, I'm not going to be there to hold your hand on Monday night afterwards because the crowd is vicious. The beef, I, I will give Cena his credit because I think the best part of that whole promo wasn't the low blow. I truly think when was the first time Theory asked him for the match, John said, turned around and just said no. Because a lot of people were like, what? You know? And, yeah. and all, all, I, I knew because we've been talking about it so long that they were going to do something where he would eventually say yes or he would say yes next week or even the night before WrestleMania, you know? But right. the way he looked to the crowd and then turned to Theory and just said no. That's it. Just no. I was like, man, that right there is – that was good. That was a nice – that was that was good. And I really enjoyed that because even Theory was like, what do you mean no? What? Yeah, even he was like, what do you mean, no? I have the United States title. It's WrestleMania. What the hell are you talking about? No. Um, that was good. And the way it built up from there where Cena was like, I didn't tell you no because, you know, I don't want to. I'll tell you no because you're not ready. You're not good. You suck. That's basically what he was saying. Um, and th- and th- that's just like you said. That's exactly why he's going to be a megastar is when he does beat Cena. Because I'm going to be honest. Theory, Theory's... I'm not going to say he's the best, but he doesn't suck on the mic. He's good on the microphone. No. He comes out there. He gets in the he gets the fans. He goes, shut up, you know, and he's like, I'm the best, you know. I got the title. Shut up, you know, and he just <laughs> – he, he's, he's good on the mic. Yeah, he could have some work to be done, but he's good on the mic. He can go out there and make a promo if he really wants to. And I mean, for a youngster, I mean, I mean, look, they're – Hadn't been doing this that long. No, yeah. And and you can tell the steps he's made. I watched three ever since they brought him in the NXT, and it, it, his just his build and when they first brought him out for WrestleMania when uh, when the pandemic, I actually liked him then. I just it's like okay, he needs some work. He he needs something. And man, it's like he's finally—they're giving him a chance to come into his own. Yep, and I, I like that because let's look at like one—you know—this time last year he was coming out with—he he was literally called, you know, Theory, and now he's back to Austin Theory. But back then, you know, he had—he didn't have the beard yet, and he. He always came out with like his attire, even when he was doing a promo, and he'd coming out with the phone, taking the pictures, you know. And they would show the pictures on the on the screen. Now he has no phone. 
he comes out with the shades on and the chain. He's got the beard. And they don't show the the slideshow anymore. And he's back to Austin Theory. That right there is just a small build of itself. You know? Yeah. The killing, the whole phone thing. I'm, the, every time he came out, I was like, dude, I just kept thinking of Zack Ryder, man. That was my problem. Uh, and I was like. I thought oh, of, uh, I thought of, uh, uh, Dane from NXT. Oh, Jesus. Can't even think his name. Uh, it'll come to me. But yeah, I know what you mean. It, it was somebody else's gimmick. They were repurposing a gimmick. And it's not even that it was somebody else's gimmick. It's like, Zack Ryder was a baby face, and that's why he could come out there and do that. I know that the reason they were doing it for Theory is because it was it wasn't the sense of like being sweet to the fans and taking pictures and like, hey, look at me, I'm I'm like you know I'm a I'm a nice looking dude, you know I'm I'm beautiful looking. He was doing it as I'm cocky as hell. I'm gonna take a selfie with you, you know. But the way Theory talks on the mic, it just didn't work out as as the heel. It just it was off. His gimmick was off. It's like why? Why the hell? Are you, why are you coming out of the mic telling people to shut up? But then you're taking selfies on your phone. It just didn't sit right. It, with was, you. it was almost cartoon. It was almost cartoonish. You know, Tyler Breeze. Oh, yeah, Tyler Breeze. Yeah, and it, it was literally, it was literally cartoonish for me. You know, it's just, yeah, it's cartoonish, and it just didn't work. And, and now he's coming out. No phone. He's got the chain on. He's got you know, the the jacket on. He's got the shades, and he just walks around with like the, I'm better than you. He doesn't need the phone. Serious. Yeah, he's more serious about the business. Yep. He doesn't need the phone. He doesn't need any of that. He comes out. He does his promo. He goes to the match. Kills it in the match, and he does the same thing every um, every week. And you know that's why that's why I like him. Um, but this match is going to put Theory over like no other, man. And the next night on Raw, when he comes out, he's going to get booed. But, no shit, he may get cheered. Uh, you know, I'm sure some people are cheering for beating John Cena. But, um, he definitely is going to get the... Because, you know, the next night when he comes out and he does get booed, he can all he can all he has to do is come out there and say... Told you so. <laughs> I mean, I beat. I just beat John Cena. You know what? What else? And and that's that's just the way it is. Because now nobody can. Because a lot of people, the problem is, whenever he comes out, they're like, oh, he he hasn't beaten anybody. He's just cocky. He doesn't yeah. do anything. Guess what? After he beat John Cena, they don't have a damn thing to say about him. <laughs> and that's why this match is gonna make him a megastar. Because John Cena, being on the other side of that, he John Cena is a sports entertainer, and he's gonna put Theory over in the match. He's gonna have those big moves where Theory hits him with, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, John Cena just got hit. Or when John Cena hits the AA on him, and Theory kicks out, you're like, "Oh my gosh, he just kicked out!" No way. And that and that's why it's gonna be a good match, and I'm, I'm excited for that. That I'm that's why I'm the most excited. So far, that's the most uh, the match I'm most excited for. Tell you, um, for me, the most decided match I'm looking for is the Usos and Sammy and Kevin Owens. Because just when you think they cannot play with your heartstrings anymore, they get you. Because, man, Jay, man, Jay should be. 
He needs an award on how much he takes your heart and just oh man. Some some people are saying that it's still part of uh Jay and Sammy's scheme. Like they were saying that when Jay hugged him before he kicked him, he whispered something in his ear. Um yeah. and then he kicked him because now he's basically he's saying they're saying that he told Sammy if he doesn't go back to Roman's side, it's gonna get worse. But he's gonna, you know, he's he's gonna go back on Roman's side. But when the time comes, he's just gonna turn on Roman himself. And you never know, man. Um, yeah. Hey, if well, if and in that theory, it's good for the simple fact because they've they've uh, storytelling. Look. They brought in Cody into it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's them, if oh man, what happens if Sammy was playing us all along and he's still been a part of the bloodline? I don't know. Then I I really don't know what to say then because that would be insane. Uh, exactly, nobody would see it coming. I, Hell, I wouldn't have. My thing is though, with the whole if they do let's just say this is legit and Jay did actually turn and there is no inside scheme with Jay and Sammy. Man, what is he gonna do to get Kevin Owens to join him though? Cause like with that story, oh. man, they're being really, you know like they're both persistent. So Sammy's like, I can't do this. Last last Monday, straight up, gave me I was about ninety percent sure they were gonna do the tag team match. Last Monday, after Kev, after the backstage talk, Kevin Owens and Sammy had, I probably dropped down to an eighty, because of I'm how too- persistent Kevin Owens is in like, no, you can do it yourself. You chose to be part of them. Now you can do it yourself. I was like, damn man, I don't know if he'll ever give in. Seriously, I, will. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that made me a hundred percent sure they having a tag match just for the simple fact. How many times has Kevin Owens? Turned on somebody. How many times have Kevin Kevin Owens have done somebody wrong? So let me ask you then, how are they going to do it? Is Kevin Owens going to finally say, all right, I'll join you? Or is he going to come out and save Sammy, shake his hand or something, be like, you want my help? Fine. And then leave the ring. They're going to – I think he's going to come through, save him, and they're going to have that big hug moment. And challenge those souls. I, I that's what I see. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, it may may it may happen tomorrow. You never know. Um, yeah. Because I mean, it's honestly, it's I know we're still a couple weeks away, but it's getting kind of close to WrestleMania. Yeah. They better start. Get, yeah. They better kick that storyline into full gear if they want that match. Uh, well, I think they, I think they've been had it in gear. It's just the little taste, the little morsels that make you, uh, uh, nice, oh wow, the nice seasonings on top. Exactly. You get a nice steak. You you gotta have steak sauce. You know, you're gonna have. To, it's gotta be seasoned. You know. Yeah. Um, let let me ask you a question. We're gonna switch it up to a different match, though. So, it's confirmed now that it's gonna be Damage Control versus Trish, Lita, and Lynch. <laughs> Um, before we talk about that match, though, they, I'm gonna get this rumor out of the way. There's a rumor going around, and all the, the people who I get the rumor from are almost 100. percent I'm not gonna say that they're about 90 percent correct all the time. They said that Trish Stratus is gonna turn heel and face Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. What do you think about that? And do you think that's a possibility? 
Um, yes, I heard it. I've heard the same rumors. I think that would honestly be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I think maybe that will be able to get uh, Bailey back in the mix because I think she, uh, as I can see it, I see uh, Trish blaming Becky for breaking up her friendship with Lita. And and that her and Becky become best friends. I think something like that. Something like 04 Trish, 2004. Um, Right, right. Yeah, I was like, man, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Um, I know SummerSlam's a far ways away, but that means then Trish Stratus came out the other night. That means she ain't going nowhere for a while. Um, and keep and keep uh, Becky out of the world title matches. Yep, that's a big, big, big um, match, and um, that will keep them going. And you don't have to have Trish there all the time. It'll keep Becky as a babyface, what she needs to be, and it's something right. different. It's not just trick because usually when legends return. Always babyface, always. They're never, right. they're never really been heel. To bring a legend like that, turn up heel, that's a big move. That's a real, yeah, well, and, and it's a bold I, I, move because here's the thing, it's a bold move to bring a legend back and turn up heel because how do you know they're gonna get booed? They're legend, you know. It's it's a bold bold move. I'm sure with the right time and the right push, you can get anybody to turn heel, but it's just such a bold move to turn a legend like that heel. Man. Well, look, look, they did it with The Rock, if you think about it. Remember when The Rock came back from Hollywood and he turned heel and he had to match with uh, the Hurricane, he had to match with Goldberg, he was a heel. So it can be done. Plus, okay, you're going well, up against the man. Here's the thing. I don't know if I would count that as like a big return like this, like a legend return, because The Rock wasn't gone terribly long. Um, but he was so old. That's the thing. The Rock The Rock is always going to be over. So it was hard to see him turn against the fans. Yeah. And I mean, and that's and, about Trish. I mean, there, a lot of people still argue that she's the greatest woman of all time. Exactly. Uh, so to and, bring her and, in and turn her heel is a big bold move. And why not? Because Becky Lynch is the man. She's the she's one of the top women performers. You already had Charlotte and uh, Charlotte and Trish. You don't want to go down that road with the the same dynamic. So flip it. Yeah. Um. It's not gonna hurt Trish. No, it won't hurt. But she's still gonna, because she's still gonna be a legend. No, yeah, it should still be a legend. It's just, I wonder going in the match how much she'll be getting booed. Is what I'm, you know, what I'm, you know, how much do you think? How much heelish can she get? Because, oh, man. It... because the thing is, I mean, it's Trish Stratus, man. Like if Lita turned heel right now, I wouldn't boo her. I just can't. I mean, I can't boo her. I just can't do just, it. I'll, I'll always go like this. Just because you're a legend don't mean you're not an asshole. Yeah, that's a good point. Look at Ric Flair. And, 
Uh, hey, that's all, I, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> now let's go. Let's go back to the match. So, real quick, I'm gonna tell you this right now: WrestleMania match, Damage Control, and Lita, Trish, Becky Lynch. Bailey turns on Damage Control. I'm putting the prediction. Mm. I'm putting the prediction down right now. Bailey turn. They. They're. My thing is, I bet you they're gonna lose, and it's. Uh, something's gonna happen in the ring where there's gonna be a miscommunication that makes them lose. Bailey's gonna be like, "What the hell was that? You know, why why did you do that? I, you know, she's gonna get upset, and that's when they start arguing. One of them slaps the other one, and that's when it breaks loose. Now hold on a second. It's not gonna be no, no, it can. Never mind. I was gonna say I was gonna say Io Sky and Dakota Kai are gonna stay together for the tag titles, but I forgot other people are going after that. So, because they're probably going to do Ronda Rousey and probably Shayna Baszler after those. Um, so, I guess they could all break. Because what I was thinking was only Bailey's going to get mad, and then the Dakota Kai and Io Sky were basically going to. Bailey's going to turn on those two, and they were going to stay together. Um, but, I mean, I guess now that I think about it, they could all break. But either way, Bailey, I, I have a theory, man. Bailey's turning on him. Bailey is. I I have to agree with you on that. I just think that it's gonna. Trish is gonna be the reason why they're gonna win, and they're gonna be surprised because they ain't gonna know anything about Trish and Bailey together. And then when they all celebrating, Bailey and Trish are gonna beat the crap out of them. That's how I see it, because they've they've just did nothing with damage control. They've made them. They had so many good opportunities they didn't run with. So it's time to break them up. Yeah, they can stay together as a tag team. I think WrestleMania is the perfect time to break them up. Um, yeah. So go ahead, WWE. Put it on the list and make sure it gets done. Because yeah, I mean, it, it, they had a good couple matches, a good run for a little bit, but I I think it is time to finally let them be on their way. Uh, oh yeah. But man, this episode flew by. <laughs> like uh, it usually do. Yeah, that's true. Um, we just want to say thank you so much for joining us. As always, um, if you didn't watch Revolution, go back and watch it. It's really good. Um. If you didn't go watch Monday Night Raw, go back and watch it, especially the uh, promo battle. That was really nice with Cena and Theory um, setting up the match. Next week, uh, we're going to just keep diving more into more uh, WrestleMania, man. I mean, every week goes, another week goes by is another week closer to WrestleMania, and it's the biggest pay-per-view of the year for really any, for all of wrestling. I mean, so the stories are only going to grow from here. The matches are only going to grow. Bigger stuff is going to happen. So, next Sunday, it'll be... Oh, my gosh. We have two episodes left, and then it's WrestleMania. Mm. Well, and then we definitely need to talk about all the other um, promotions getting ready for their um, match, um, their big shows around WrestleMania, because everybody, which is smart, capitalized off of... The people, people love wrestling, do it. Because, hey, we got Ring of Honor, we got um, 
Impact versus New Japan. Yep. Uh, we got CC. Uh, what is it? CCW. They're they're gonna have some shows. Man, it's it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. And and um, it's go ahead. I was just gonna say. I mean, we're gonna dive into um all of them. I just. I couldn't believe it's only we only have two episodes until WrestleMania. I thought it was at least like three. Um, so that means there's only, there's three Monday Night Raws left until WrestleMania and three SmackDowns left until WrestleMania. Gosh, that's crazy. Um, wow. Two in in three weeks from today will be night number two of WrestleMania. Think about that. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, and that's crazy. I was at WrestleMania. I was at last year's WrestleMania. It's gonna be almost a year since I was there. I remember it like it was. Oh yesterday. wow! I remember it like it was yesterday, man. I I've told you the story, but I, we were sitting there. I didn't have tickets. It was the day of the first day of WrestleMania, night one, and I just got off of work. I got off work probably like one o'clock. It was a really early day, and I had Sunday off automatically, but I had you know day off, and I was like. I was really debating, man. I was like, ah, oh, you know, WrestleMania is tonight. I want to go out to like a, you know, a, a bar, or a restaurant, you know, because some right. of the, some of the places around here, like Buffalo Wings, actually stream WrestleMania, and yeah. especially Dave and Buster's down the road. And I was like, man, you know, maybe maybe I'll go out, you know, watch it. I was debating if I should stay here or go out and watch it. And then I got curious to see who was, you know, showing it online and. You know, I was looking, all right, they're showing it, they're showing it. And then underneath it had the Ticketmaster website. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to click it to see how much is, you know, is left if there's any. Clicked it. Man, if I didn't see two seats in right in the middle for a good price. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, ho, ho. I, I, you know, I texted my girlfriend really fast. What time do you get off? What time do you get off? What time do you get off? And get this, man. She said, I get off at 5.30. Oh, man. I I literally went and um, picked her up from uh, her job, went straight to the AT&T Stadium. <laughs> and, oh, it was such a blast. Um, and that was only for night one. Uh, I, I, was, I wasn't planning on going to night two because I thought they were going to be a bit more expensive than what they were. Um, uh-huh. And after night one... I kept telling myself, I'm not going to night two. Night one's going to be okay. I'm going to be fine. (laughs) Whenever they said thank you and good night when we were there for night number one, and they were like, we'll see you tomorrow. When we were in the car, man, driving back, I was like, I got to go to night two. (laughs) I got to go to night two. And I literally remember it like it was yesterday. I remember walking to the AT&T Stadium, seeing a big sign. Um, I saw the uh, TV panel going on for the pre-show. I got to look, at, you know, see Booker T and all them, um, you know. And I saw the merch, and I walked around the stadium and saw all the stuff they got going on outside and all the little events. And I seriously remember it like it was yesterday. Now it's about to be a year ago. That's insane. And <laughs> but, like I said, WrestleMania is a great time. I love WrestleMania. Um, there's always big stuff that happens. And after last year, it just boosted up. Because when you actually go to a WrestleMania, and you know this, you went to 20, uh, 27, right? Yep. Uh, when you go to one, it just changes it. WrestleMania is awesome, but when you go to one, it changes your whole perspective, man. It really does. 
It really, really does. Uh, and you get the, if you lucky enough to get some of the early events and yes, different things, yes. and that, man. That, that's one thing I'm really upset myself about is because I didn't think I was going to go to WrestleMania, so I didn't go to, like, the access. And right. Oh, I'm so upset because they had the access down um, at the, oh, where was it? I think it was at the, oh, it was at one of the convention centers. Um, and I was like, man, they had them going all week. And of course I miss it. I wanted to go so bad because they had all this stuff on display and <laughs> I, I, missed, I mean, so we've all been to a WrestleMania. I mean, Brady went to a WrestleMania. He went to the one, um, that's the one I didn't go to, uh, here in 2016. That was 32, uh, WrestleMania 32. Yeah. He uh he he went to that one and I know he probably Oh god he he had to sit through Roman and uh Triple H. <laughs> hey, but he got to see Shane McMahon kill himself off the top of the Yeah, head. yeah, yeah. Um I mean, but I am sure Brady can say the same thing. You see WrestleMania and it's awesome, but when you actually sit there and go to one, it it's 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 so it was so loud in there. Mm. Oh, dude! I've been to Mon- I've been to a lot of Monday Night Raws and, and I've been to SmackDowns. I've even been to AEW. I've been to I've been to a, I've been to an Impact, and dude, nothing changes it just like a WrestleMania stadium because it's a huge stadium. Oh yeah. Um, and over here, AT and T Stadium isn't a small stadium, dude. That place was so loud. <laughs> and every seat you saw was sold, man. Somebody was sitting in a seat. Um, so the WrestleMania this year is going to be huge because that stadium in it that's going to be SoFi Stadium is such a beautiful oh, yeah. stadium. I know you've seen it, man. How it's got the long oh, yeah. flat top and it's got the waterfall outside. Beautiful stadium, man. It's beautiful. And it costs like $7 billion. And man, it's going to be beautiful. It's, it's, I can't wait to see the video of them because uh, they always post a video of them building the set, the arena. Yeah. I just want to see how big it is in there, what it looks like with that ring, because that, that is a big stadium. Um, I could see them beating the record this year for attendance easily. Easily. I bet they'll beat it. Um, last year's, I think, was 74,000, I think. Um, I'm not too sure, but... I think it was like 70-something thousand last year. But it was awesome. Um, I'd love to fly out, honestly, and go to a WrestleMania. If I had the money, man, I'd fly out to see all of them. Um, <laughs> I know that's right. But, yeah, I mean, I- I'm excited. It's WrestleMania season. Every promotion's got their big wrestling event coming up around this time. Um, so that means we're going to have big stuff coming up, too, during this time. We're gonna be really deep diving into all this, um, and these seriously, when when we're really gonna deep dive into like WrestleMania and stuff like that, um, and just go crazy with it. So, like I said, we really appreciate y'all watching. Um, as always, go watch our last podcast. Go watch our shows coming out tomorrow. We got another B and B show. Go watch the last two if you haven't seen them. Um, go watch all the stuff we got going on. Go watch our backyard class that just came out. Go watch Kuya Clayton's uh, card um, video that just came out about the chops. 
go watch Brady's The Vault. I mean, it's all out there. Go watch our other podcast episodes. Go listen to them on Spotify. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, though, because we will be live here, as always, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on the YouTube. Uh, we had technical difficulties today. That's not going to happen again. I don't know what was going on, um, but... From both fans. <laughs> yeah, that was just messing up. I don't know what happened, but we're all good now. So, Bear, if you'd like to say anything, go ahead. Just like every every time, I appreciate y'all listening. Um, hey, hit me up. I'm on Facebook at a Bear of a Wrestling Fan. Um, hey, please, please, please go support your local wrestling. Um I got a chance last night, me and my fiance. And if you're in East Tennessee, please go check out uh, KFW. They are tremendous promotion. Uh, love them. Uh, <laughs> had a great time as always. But again, give support to your local promotion and just support wrestling. And if you hadn't subscribed to, our YouTube channel, why not? You know we're going to give you great content, so do that for us. Yeah, and um, if you, that reminds me too, if you if you go to any one of these events that we're talking about, like if you live in the Tennessee area around that place, and you go to one of those events, try to go find Bear. Um, go, go say what's up. I mean, we're not like, I mean, we're just, Man, we're, we're just wrestling fans like you, you know, we'll have a good conversation. Exactly. We'll have a good conversation. Exactly. Um, like I, there's no, there's not really any promotion because I, I, I have a way to look at all the promotions coming to my area. Um, there's not any really coming right now, but whenever some do, I always talk about it on the podcast before. Um, so if you are in the area and you're going, make sure you find me. Say what's up. Um, I am in the North Texas Dallas Fort Worth area. So every wrestling promotion around here, I do go to, or I try to. I try my best. Um, I think the next one that's coming up here is until May 1st. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'll be going there So for Monday. Hey, so I, ha- I have a small request. If y'all going to these wrestling events, start taking the fun thing you're down with the society. Oh, yeah. That- we need y'all. We need y'all. We need y'all to start building us up. Because, hey, you are part of us. Why not acknowledge it? Those, I don't care what wrestling show you go to. I don't care what type of wrestling you like. Take a sign. You're a part of society. The Wrestling Network Society. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm so caught up. I did our, long, our thing backward, but it's the Wrestling Society Network. Yep. Um, and Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, like you said, I mean, if bring your sign, uh, try to find us. I always try to wear the uh, podcast shirt to there. So if you see the shirt, say what's up, because um, we'll we'll have a good conversation. Really, it's not like oh yeah, we're all wrestling. Like I said, we're all wrestling fans. We'll have a good conversation. Um, we'll we'll meet each other. We'll talk for a while. We'll have a good time. So. But, like I said, we appreciate you watching. Um, if you got any requests for us to do, make sure you drop it in the comments. Uh, make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell, like this video, like all our other videos. Tell your friends, tell your grandma, tell your dog, obviously. You always got to tell your dog. Um, tell your 
tell your cat, man. Tell, make sure you tell the cat. And as always, we appreciate y'all for being part of this society. And we-